that's my personal business. I am so excited today. We have Stacy and Richie on the podcast. And Stacy and Richie are a classic photo and film duo based here in Los Angeles. And together they have been published in over 50 magazines worldwide, including Vogue, Paper, Nylon, and L'Officiel, to name a few. They produce individual, bold, and timeless images. And together they have had the pleasure of working on campaigns with brands like Gucci, Miu Miu, and H&M. Stacey and Richie create their own unique photos with the intent to tell your original story. And you guys, I'm so excited to have you on here. Hello. Ooh, hello. Thank you, Eden. We're <laughs> happy so to, be to be here. Thank you yeah. for being here. Um, obviously, I love you guys personally, but I've also, we met through like the photo industry. That's how I met you guys originally. And I've mm-hmm. seen your business take so many change like take so many turns like you guys have changed things up so much lately so i'm super excited to hear a little bit more about your journey and experiences and what has brought you here it's been a journey it has been a journey (laughs) (laughs) okay so tell us a little bit about how you got started kind of what got you into the industry and what things kind of looked like in the beginning Okay, so I should probably start because I started doing photography before Richie. Um, But really, we went to China right after we were married and I fell in love with like photojournalism. We got a camera, like a Nikon D3300 or something. Amazing. Mine Mm -hmm. was a 32 from Costco. Oh, wait. I think ours was a 32. It's probably the same camera. Yeah, like the kit camera from Costco. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Yeah, and so in China, I got really into that and making videos. So I actually started out in video, and I started doing wedding videos when we got back to Utah, where we're originally from. And uh, I ended up hating wedding videos, but I saw photographers and how much money they made, and I was like, oh, photography is easy. I'll just do that. Like, Amazing. I just <laughs> thought it would be easier than video, and for me, like, naturally it is. Um, So I started doing that. I hired a business coach and I was going to do weddings. And really quickly we found that my inspiration was completely fashion. That's where my talent was. I wasn't talented at weddings. Like I just, I don't know, I wasn't good at it like you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think weddings are just one of those things where it's like, they're so emotional. Like I feel like there's such a personal investment. Like if you're not 100% 100% into them, then they're just like not worth doing. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. The passion's not there for you. You shouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, right? then you Leave shouldn't it for do the it. people that do have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, anyways, sorry, it's a kind of bit of a lengthy story, but um, so I started doing fashion, and my business coach told me, she was like, if I wanted to be a fashion photographer, I would buy a plane ticket to Paris and go to Fashion Week and shoot all the famous people at Fashion Week. So that's exactly what I did. I found a round trip ticket for five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! And I did a Facebook post and was like, "Will anybody come to Paris with me?" And uh, two of my friends ended up coming with me, and we snuck into fashion shows and uh, shot runway and street style, and that kind of just like kicked off my career. Um, it just gave me a lot of more like legitimacy to being a fashion photographer because mm-hmm. I had done Fashion Week. And realistically, anyone can do it. Um, but I just had the guts to try it. Well, which And the talent. Give yourself yeah, some thank credit. You. And thank the talent. talent. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and so uh, we ended up moving to New York. Uh, Richie was like, 
okay, like this is your dream. Let's go for it. I thank him so much for that. And as soon as we moved to New York, that's when Richie comes in because that's when he really went full time with photography. So, Richie, you didn't have like, were you doing photo at all before this? Was it just like a sudden jump in? It was. I feel like the only photography I did before this was like a little contest in elementary school. You know? Okay. So I'd always kind of liked it, but I just never thought of doing it professionally. Gotcha. So like what what was the prompt? Like was it moving to New York? Like what made you also want to join Stacy in like the photography realm? It was it was a few different things. First of all, I was just raised to believe that creative careers weren't to be taken seriously. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I had never even considered it. I was like going to school for psychology. I was going to get like a very normal job, I guess. I don't know. Normal mm-hmm. in the creative sense. Mm-hmm. And I just really saw Stacy taking off with this. And initially it was like, yeah, like check it out, try it. And if it works, great. And then I saw her taking off and developing more into fashion, which is way more art centered in that regard. And I just loved what she was doing. And I loved that she was proving to me that you could be successful in that world. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, she was a huge inspiration to me. And I just was more and more interested in what she was doing. And so that's when I kind of started picking up cameras and I would shoot over her shoulder at shoots and she would teach me things. And when she talked about wanting to move to New York and I was on board, I decided like, okay, this is the time for me to either like put this down or to like go 100% with it. And so I did, I went 100% and I got a cam. Well, I was using Stacy's second camera and we got there and I just started picking up jobs online, put a profile up and just started doing anything I could photo related just Mm -hmm. to learn a bunch of different avenues. Mm -hmm. And I totally fell in love and became completely obsessed watched like hours and hours of youtube videos educating myself (laughs) seriously that's like all he did for six months was watch youtube videos on film cameras on our digital camera he figured out every feature of all the cameras because i'm so technically ignorant with Mm. photography sometimes (laughs) like i know my craft and like what i do but like in the scheme of like how cameras work or like my camera stats like I know nothing (laughs) I'm the same way so it's really great to have that added right now that we work together and yeah definitely not to say that that's a superior way of looking at things but that's just who I am and that's what I like and what I'm attracted to and so I love obsessing over it and learning every little detail about it and I love that so at that point you guys were doing separate businesses though yes. right yep absolutely so talk to us a little bit about that because now we have you as a joint team so what yes. did that process and like that look like it was definitely um i wanted to keep my business i was proud of the work that i had done and i didn't think like i don't know maybe this it's not harsh but like i just didn't think he was ready Mm-hmm. to join me because I was like he needs to you know apprentice he needs to like yeah, learn composition you know things like that and so I didn't even think about ever like joining up really um, I just figured you know he was going to do his street photography and portraits headshots and I would do the fashion thing um, and it worked really well in New York I mean his first year of photography he made more money than I did Go Richie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go both of you because I know you were also killing it, but right. go yeah. both of you. It's aw- It was awesome. I think it gave him a lot of confidence. And in New York, you were the most confident I've ever seen you mm. because you were just building a business yourself and it was kick-ass. Mm, I love good. that. <laughs> so tell us, because you're married, you right. work together. Now yeah. you've joined our your businesses together. 
So what has been like a key part of like intertwining? That's like even more so personal life involved with your business because you guys are on top of just like this being your jobs. You're also married. So what has that overlap kind of looked like in your lives? Yeah, it's, it's honestly been really interesting. I think for both of us, it had been a dream to like work with your spouse, but I don't think either of us really considered it a potential reality until I started getting better and better at photography. And we started looking at kind of the way that Stacy had strengths that I didn't have and I had strengths that she didn't have. I come from like sales background, a very like mm-hmm. desk job, corporate sales kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So my like customer relations background is like really inept. And mine is not. I like I love people when I meet them, but it's hard to like work with yeah. clients at the beginning and and all of that. So he's really great at that. He's a great people person. And yeah, we definitely have strengths that the other person doesn't and by the time we were finishing our lease in new york uh, that's when we really like kind of started thinking okay like maybe we could do this together right. maybe we can combine our strengths i feel like i put my dues in enough at that point and learned enough and was pushing my creativity enough to be capable of being your partner honestly yeah. business partner wise for sure <clears throat> Okay, so there it is. And that's like how Stacy and Richie was born. Became. And when did you guys yeah. do this again? This like when did this officially Stacy and Richie? When was it officially born? Almost a year ago exactly. Yeah, August. It's of been a year August of 2019. 2019. One yep. year old. Mm-hmm. We're 1 year old and happy birthday. happy birthday you guys. Thank you. <laughs> happy birthday Stacy and Richie. Yes. Okay, so tell me, yeah, I would love to know I feel like I've seen such big shifts in your guys' work and in your businesses, obviously. Um, and I am I can only assume that your personal life intertwines and affects your business so intricately, especially being married and like vice versa. So talk to us a little bit about that. So first off, we are best friends. We... Oh, I know. <laughs> and I love it. We love... Match. We love to hang out. Like we... I never get sick of you. Like, hardly ever. It's rare. It's rare. So we knew we could work together because we were already together Mm 24-7 in our personal life. Like, unless one of us was on a shoot, we were just with each other all the time, Mm -hmm. working at home, all of that. Um, And so it's been really easy, like, for the most part, to combine Mm -hmm. our businesses. I mean, of course, there are like different struggles that we have um like i we both deal with mental illness Mm -hmm. and so we really have to like uplift and support each other when somebody has a bad day pick up the slack if one of us has a bad day you know things like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think mental illness has played a huge role in our business um wouldn't you agree yeah absolutely just like learning how to work around each other's issues and all I feel like that helps us in a business regard because we're already so used to each other's habits and everything yeah definitely <laughs> and definitely personally I mean that there's a lot of development there's a lot of learning when you're dealing with mental illness and that I feel like has influenced our work in a huge way because we feel like if this is what we're putting the most attention to and we like we want to be artistic with it and represent ourselves mm-hmm. And so we we always find that our interests kind of shift and like the things that we're passionate about shift a little bit. And as that does, we then change our business to sort of reflect that. Yeah. And 
at the beginning, Stacy and Richie was very like vintage, groovy, mm-hmm. 70s, bright mm-hmm. colors, like loud. loud, in your face, weird, you know. And we, when we moved to LA from New York, we kind of realized that we had New York in us still. And mm. our work was inspired by New York, even though personally I wasn't super inspired by shooting on the streets. Mm-hmm. I, I like nature and, and things like that. But when we moved to L.A., we realized, like, hey, we need to reevaluate mm. what we're doing and what inspires both of us. Mm. Find, like, a, a truer fit for us. Yeah. So we sat down and we said, okay, let's name our biggest inspirations and see what's in common. So we took those things that we had in common and we said, okay, we're going to it's there's no better time than at the beginning of our business to shift for sure onto a new style and right. i was already going into a more uh, classic natural style you know like less colors I, I like as a stylist i also style mm-hmm. our shoots and i was attracted to more organic things less bright colors yeah um and so I was trying to do that with uh, my styling business. And I was like, well, that's more inspirational based on what Richie likes. Like, I know he loves fine art, you know, motion blur, all of that. And so we really just had to sit down and figure out what Stacey and Richie really could be and should be. Mm. And I feel like with any creative endeavor or any creative person, there's always some sort of evolution as like mm-hmm. their work develops into something it wasn't. I feel like if anyone looks back at their work from five, ten years ago, it would look different from what they're doing oh, now. Oh, for sure. And it should. Like mm-hmm. how boring would it be? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's to the thing. Look is... the same the whole career. Yeah, we're yeah. definitely not afraid of that evolution. We embrace it even. I yeah. love that. And what do you guys feel like has prompt like you because you have you've had like these big shifts so moving to LA Mm -hmm. was one how do you kind of find inspiration for these big shifts like obviously that prompted you but kind of where were you finding the inspiration to know which direction you wanted to go honestly I think mental illness again like just plays a huge factor Mm -hmm. we were in New York and, you know, Richie was doing great and, we're like, really confident. But my mental health was just, like, going down the hole mm-hmm. while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I still really like New York. But it was, like, we need – we're people who need to, like, mix up how their house looks, mm-hmm. you know, on the regular. Like We thrive on change. We thrive on change. And so we knew we needed, like, a change for my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I had been – wanting to move to LA there was just like this voice inside my head that just kept being like you're supposed to be in LA you're supposed to be in LA and so at the end of our lease we were like okay let's we're young we don't have kids uh let's let's try it out we might as well yeah why not you know and Mm -hmm. we're like and no better time to start our business together than moving to a new city and building our business because we learned how to do it the wrong way in New York took time took a lot of time and then as soon as we've like been in LA we like know how to build a business from scratch now Mm -hmm. 
I feel like New York put us to the grinder and made us stronger and ready for LA, honestly. Yeah. I feel like when we got to LA, we were like, we can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> survived New York. Yeah, we, we survived in New York. Literally. We can do anything. And so honestly, since we have moved to LA, I have never been happier. And I think that's been the biggest inspiration is both of us really kind of finding who we are like in dealing mm-hmm. we've had to deal with a lot of uh personal issues this year that have been really hard and for me uh creating is the only thing that gets me through my mental illness mm-hmm. um having an outlet yeah like i know you know i shot an editorial in iceland mm-hmm. a few years ago and that was when we didn't know i had mental illness and i was just Undiagnosed. I was undiagnosed. I didn't I didn't really know what was happening and I created this editorial. I was I actually am bipolar, so mm-hmm. I was having a mania and I planned this huge Iceland editorial that I was gonna do myself and I executed it and I was suicidal the whole time we were in Iceland. Uh, my grandma died while we were in Iceland and that trip I think changed my life definitely uh because it saved my life yeah you know and so I've just found that with both of our mental illness like the only thing that really gets you through is like create through the good and the bad like just keep creating and expressing yourself through your art and that's how I get through it I love that Mm. I love that and I think that's so powerful because i tend to shut down my creativity i feel like when i'm really struggling i I kind of put it on the back burner so i would love to know like advice that you guys give yourselves slash that you would give others on how to harness maybe those really bad times like how do you Mm. how do you create when you're going through these really difficult things like how are you harnessing that energy and putting it into a creative outlet it's a really good question Uh, I feel like it's all it's all in relation to your relationship with your medium Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's really important to find a way that you can express yourself and relieve these things so that when you're having these hard times or when you're feeling unmotivated you'll always see it as a sort of release or something that could help you rejuvenate in that way Um, but honestly like it's so hard like I, I, I do a lot of different things I do mostly photography but I really enjoy writing and reading and all of these different things And so maybe if I don't have the motivation to do photography, I'll write something. And, Mm. it you know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's really sad and depressing, but (laughs) it's something to to release that for myself if I can't get to what I know I like want to be doing. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, it's I mean, manias really have a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. Um, because I'll have a, a hypermania and then I'll go into a depressive state. Mm-hmm. And what I make sure that I do is when I'm on a hypermania, I try to plan things that express myself. And um, like that Iceland editorial that I mentioned earlier, each location that we shot in represented a different time in my life. And I I got super artsy and into it. I, I was like, that. this look represents my childhood. This represents my teenage years, you know, and mm-hmm. so on and different facets of my life and at that time I was 
going through a lot of personal changes. I was leaving my religion. Um, it was kind of, Iceland was kind of a coming of age story for me. I love that. In a sense. And for me, I've just, after that experience, that's taught me to, when you feel the bad times coming on, tell your story. Mm. Tell the story of what you're going through. Express yourself and feel the emotion. You know, if you're feeling pain, create something that is symbolic of your pain. Mm. Because I feel like with every concept, I think Richie would agree, with every concept that you create, there needs to be story. And I feel Mm. like the viewer doesn't realize that there's a story, but they connect to the images more if there is a story being told. Yeah, for sure. And and that's really, like, powerful to me. You know, it makes powerful images. So I've even... But another little piece of advice I've heard is that when you are down and you're creative rut type stuff, yep. I've heard that trying to recreate the master's work mm. is a really good way to get yourself out of a rut. Um, like, take Apollo uh, Reversi or, you know, one of these mm-hmm. great fashion photographers and try and do something that they did. You don't you don't need to post the photos or mm-hmm. anything, but, like, it's a good way to be like, oh, I'm learning something new, it's a lighting, things like that. I feel like it's always good stepping into another creative's process to any degree if you have a conversation with yeah. them or, like Stacey was saying, try to replicate their work. Even trying to, like copy someone can teach you about how they got there and it's really interesting i agree with that Ooh, that's really fascinating i love that i feel like that's such a cool perspective mm. on quote unquote copying and i love like what mm-hmm. you said like you don't even need to do anything with those projects like yeah. share them because like, like practice yeah, yeah it's just practice and a great way to see things in a new way and like through another artist's eyes i love that mm. yeah and something i love is that every time i learn something about another artist process it kind of inspires my process if i if they hear if i hear something that they do that i really liked i'll then be like okay well how do i fit that idea into my work and make it my own you know yeah it can help me adapt i love it yeah well i think every i think your work is just a compilation of how like your life and how you see Mm -hmm. things and then everything you've seen from other people so Mm -hmm. it's incredible to like channel those things in a purposeful way um Okay, so I want to know, because again, I know I've said it like 30 times, but you guys are married, which is like (laughs) such a different, like, and you run your business together, which I love. So I would love to know kind of like the best thing that your business has done for you personally. Like, what has your Mm. business taught you guys about yourselves or your relationship or about like your life? Like, obviously your personal life has affected your business so much, but how has your business affected your personal life? Mm. It definitely has been like the pinnacle of my own confidence in my life because these things growing up, they always just seem too big. Like I would mm-hmm. hear about business owners or people doing their own things. And I'd just be like, oh, well, I'm going to have a desk job because that sounds hard. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So the fact that I'm like, I'm here doing this now, like my eight year old self would be screaming because he's like, dude, that's so cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm just so honestly proud that I'm like doing it and that it's possible and that like I never thought I could do this but I here I am you yeah. know mm-hmm. it I feels great to be there that's like the best answer ever <laughs> I'm like way, mine... to, way to lead that off <laughs> yeah mine is not as good as that I'm sure but, it's great um, for me how my business is affected my personal life is yeah definitely confidence is a factor um 
something that I struggle with, actually, Mm -hmm. how it affects me in a kind of a negative way, is I kind of hold a lot of my self-esteem in my business. Mm. And if things aren't going exactly how I want them to go, I'll get down on myself. And, uh, And if I'm, you know, having a depressive mania or something, I'm definitely down on myself that I'm not working so much. Uh, Like, for a while, my life revolved around my business. Like, that's the only thing I cared about Mm -hmm. was working and becoming successful in that sense. And so, for me, it's been really good to be working with Richie because it, it balances me out and just over time as I've gotten older I've just realized it's not the most important thing like being happy is the most important thing and Mm -hmm. having balance in your life is the most important thing so it has affected me in that I've made mistakes and I'm learning from them I love that that's very cool that's a good answer (laughs) a great answer yeah got it Ooh, I love all of that I feel like I could just talk to you guys about this forever (laughs) I like know you guys so well but like not really your origin story so it's amazing to hear it so tell me a little bit about like what you guys are doing now and like what's next for Stacy and Richie. Whoa. Ah, that's such an exciting question. question. But it's exciting because we're just, we're growing so much as people right now, like mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. that it is going to affect our business in the most positive ways. I know it. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. No, I feel like what, so what we're doing right now is we're just making our name for ourselves in LA. Yeah. I mean, we got here, we did our thing in New York, and now we're connecting with all the model agencies out here. We're doing a lot of test shoots. Cool. Which we love doing, honestly. Yeah, we love working with new models mm-hmm. and, and helping them learn their angles and their body and, you know, making different faces. Um, and so that's like, that's really exciting is we are working with modeling agencies that I've dreamed about working with yeah. for mm-hmm. like six years. And it's finally, we had the confidence from kicking ass in New York. So we can, we now just are like, yeah, LA is so easy for us. Like we, it's almost that. like being ignorant <laughs> a little bit, but. Sometimes ignorance is bliss though. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes ignorance gives you a little bit of confidence. Yeah, right. like, it's true. Yeah, Whatever I love gives it. you success, yeah, take it. You know? take yeah, take it. <laughs> But yeah, we've got a lot of exciting uh, projects coming up when uh, COVID kind of settles down. Yeah, right. A lot uh, of things on hold right now. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be traveling and creating uh, some beautiful editorials, and um, we're really excited about that. And we're gonna, we're starting to work with musicians, which is also Ooh, really so fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, breaking into the entertainment world. Yeah, it's LA. And so it's LA. <laughs> some big news is we have a podcast coming out. Yeah, we do. And Eden, we're so excited to have you on our podcast. I'm as so well. excited. Um, and the podcast is going to be called Filmland. Filmland, which Filmland. is so mm-hmm. which is so much fun. I'm so excited to see everything you guys do with that. We're very excited yeah. as well. We can't wait to bring more information out about that. Yep, and that'll be out in September, we're hoping. Okay, amazing. Um, it's just a podcast, an interview-based podcast, 
all about film photography and trying to popularize film photography oh, as best we can. I love that because I know nothing about film, which is great. <laughs> I need resources like this. Yes. yes. So to wrap things up on every episode, I ask what the best piece of advice is that you've ever received. And that doesn't have to be work related. It great. literally can just be whatever popped into your head. Um, but I'd love to know what the best advice is that you've ever received. Okay, so the first thing that popped into my head was marriage advice, actually. Ooh, let's hear it. <laughs> um, and it was when my best friend got married, I was making a video for her, and I asked her grandparents what advice they would give her. And they said, always have friends. Don't just be each other's friend. You need separate friends. And that has been, like, key for us, I think. Um, that's the best advice I've ever received is to maintain friendships outside of your marriage and don't close yourself off to other relationships as well. Mm -hmm. And that's made my life so much more happier because we're friends, Eden. We're friends. (laughs) And we hop, I'm both of your friends. Yes, it's so (laughs) much fun. Dual purpose. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that advice though. That's so good. What What about you? This might be more recently one of the best things I've heard. And it was something I read in a book, actually. It was in You're a Badass. Oh, such a good book. Yep. So Jen Sincero, she's talking about how a lot of the things that you were raised with, a lot of the information you were given, it was just simply passed down to you because that's what who learned before you learned, Mm -hmm. you know? So a lot of those things don't necessarily have to relate to you. So basically what I boiled that down to was just you really are the decider of what you find important in your own life and... Don't don't try to feel obligated to anything you've learned in your past if it doesn't apply to you, if that makes sense. Ooh, I, I know that's a that. wordy piece of advice. Ooh, but, but so man. I just remember though. hearing that and feeling so liberated that I owed no loyalty to what I've been taught before yes. if it didn't apply to me, you mm-hmm. know? I think yeah. that's such a empowering thing to realize right. that you can choose what influences your life and what you believe in. That was life-changing for me amazing okay so thank you guys so much for being on the podcast tell us where everyone can find you online you all can, the things you can find us on instagram at stacy and richie and you can find us on our website stacy and and that's about it you can find us in downtown la downtown yep. la walking your dogs yep. amazing we're hard to miss <laughs> they hard are to miss. hard to miss oh my gosh okay well thank you guys so much for being on the podcast thanks so much for having us eden it was yeah, so fun thank you we love you okay and thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time mm-hmm.